Hello, I'm Dennis Jers, your door-to-door storyteller, and I'd like to give you a story. This story is called The Christmas Caper by James G. Bruin Jr. Merry Christmas, Sergeant! Laughed Father Paul Peterson as he opened the windowed inner doors to Saint Patrick's Rectory. What brings you here so early this Christmas morn? Snow fell lightly outside, gently covering the crash atop the stone building's portico with its series of two arched doorways. The outer arch's wrought iron doors were open. Dressed in his winter uniform, including an insulated jacket, Sergeant David Benway stood in the enclosed entranceway between the doors. Here on police business, he announced. I assumed that, Sergeant," replied the priest, who was in shirt sleeves and a clerical collar. After all, you've made no secret of your animosity toward the church. Won't you come in? Haven't been inside a church in thirty years," growled the cop. "Don't see any reason to go in one now." This isn't a church, Sergeant," grinned the priest. "It's the rectory where the priests live." Close enough," said the sergeant. "Not coming in." Well then," laughed Father Peterson, stepping into the entranceway and shutting the inner doors behind himself. "What brings you here, sergeant? This being Christmas and all, I thought you ought to know. Know what? Picked up Malin about four this morning. Up to his old tricks, caught him red-handed. The priest stopped laughing. Red-handed, he said. Oh my! Thought he'd reformed, didn't you? Mocked the cop. Else you wouldn't have had him working round here these last few years, would you? Oh my! Repeated the priest. In Georgetown, just like the old days, chortled Sergeant Benway. Same M.O. Caught him backing out of a house's first floor window into the shrubbery. Didn't run or resist when I hit him with the beam. Had all his burglar tools and six hundred dollars from the home. Six hundred dollars, in twenties, in an envelope, complete with the homeowner's name and address on it. Got him cold. Marilyn's at the precinct now, being processed. Oh my," said the priest. "Did Dan—that's his first name, you know, Sergeant. Did he have any explanation?" Didn't say anything, not one word. Been through this so many times. Marilyn knows his rights, so he kept silent. Didn't say one word.、Uh, but those arrests were years ago, Sergeant," said the priest. "Maybe so, but nothing's changed. A reformed burglar would be in church on Christmas morning, instead of sneaking into someone's home, right? That's not how your church says you should treat your neighbor, is it?" Snow drifted into the rectory's entranceway. The priest did not reply to this. He asked, "Why have you come here, Sergeant?" The newspapers will be calling you for comments on Malin's Christmas caper," said Sergeant Benway sardonically. "Figured I'd give you a heads up. You'll want to come up with some explanation for why a supposedly reformed burglar who works for your church is still breaking and entering, won't you?" Dan hasn't embarrassed me or the church," said the priest abruptly. "Given his fallen nature, man is capable of repentance and conversion. Dan did commit many crimes, but he served his time, and he has repented. I've observed him for several years, and I'm as certain of that as I can be." Priest says burglar a holy man," 
chortled Sergeant Benway. The papers will make toast of you. For some, any stick is good enough to beat the church with. If the post wants to ridicule me, so be it. You have a merry Christmas, father, muttered Sergeant Benway condescendingly. He turned to leave. Sergeant, before you go, I do have one question. Do you still have that envelope? Huh? The envelope that had the six hundred dollars in it. May I see it? Oh, yeah, got it here, replied the policeman, fishing inside his jacket and pulling out the envelope, still stuffed with currency. Probably should have turned it in at the precinct already. He handed it to the priest, who inspected it briefly and handed it back, quickly saying, Wouldn't want to break the chain of custody, would we, Sergeant? No, said the cop. That would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess so. I think you'll be even more embarrassed, though, if you don't release Dan. Oh? Huh? Sergeant, the handwriting on that envelope is Dan's. You can get an expert to confirm that if you want, but I'm very familiar with his handwriting. So what? You didn't catch Dan leaving that house, Sergeant. You caught him breaking in, explained the priest. Dan set aside $600 in an envelope for that homeowner. It probably took him quite a while to save that much. He even wrote the homeowner's name on the envelope. Unless I am badly mistaken, and I don't see how I can be, Dan was going to leave that money in that house to make restitution for what he'd stolen years ago, Sergeant. He wanted to be right with his neighbor before he approached the altar on Christmas. Breaking and entering is still a crime, growled Sergeant Benway. I doubt the homeowner would prosecute if he knew the complete story, Sergeant. No jury would convict. A crime is a crime, muttered the cop. I can see the Post's coverage. Cop kills Christmas spirit. Man jailed returning six hundred dollars, said the priest. Dang it, spat the policeman again, turning to leave. I'll see to it that Marlin's out in time to get to church, he muttered. Merry Christmas, Sergeant, called out Father Peterson, as Sergeant Benway went down the snow-covered steps from the rectory to the sidewalk. You just listened to The Christmas Caper by James G. Bruin, Jr., read to you by your door-to-door -door storyteller, Dennis Jers. Thank you for listening. Used by We Are One Body Audio Theater, with the permission of the licensor granted under a copyrighted license agreement. First published in Gilbert Magazine, a publication of the American Chesterton Society. A production of We Are One Body Audio Theater.